Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine having a baby on the way and having to deal with an entitled parent. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, stepmom asks about my tattoo, then makes it about herself. Necessary background. I, 35-year-old female, lost my biological mom to drowning when I was 5. My dad raised me and my sister solo for years, but remarried when I was 12 or 13. Stepmom, now 58, was verbally abusive, jealous of my relationship with my dad, and jealous of my closeness with any family members on my mom or dad's side. She also hated that I refused to let her adopt me. I just never saw her as a true mom. I didn't think she liked me. She scared me more than making me feel safe or happy, and she showed blatant favoritism to her bio son because he could just run to his dad if he doesn't like it. You're stuck here. Anyway, my dad died of lung cancer in 2010. I stayed in touch with my stepmom because I genuinely love my stepbrother and his wife and kids. I am very low contact. My sister is no contact with stepmom. I held off seeing her for years by using COVID but finally ran out of excuses and she came to visit after Christmas for a long weekend. As she hadn't seen me in person in a few years, she noticed the new tattoo I had. It's three simple line drawings, one of a tree, one of crystals, and one of a robot. She asked what they meant and I said, well, the tree's for my mom since one of the few memories I have of her is when she taught me to climb a tree in our yard. The crystals are for dad because he was a geophysicist and a rock collector and loved to dig for quartz crystals in Arkansas. And the robot is for my nephew, my cousin's son, who died when he was six. He had drawn me the robot one of the last times I saw him. She paused and sat back and then responded, So, God forbid, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, what would you get for me? I was so hurt but also not surprised. She's made comments before to the tune of, do I have to die to get you to appreciate me? So it wasn't totally out of the blue, but it made me so sad that there was absolutely no empathy, no compassion. It was all, well what about me, don't I deserve a memorial? Ugh. You just gotta love when you share a story of grief and they somehow make it about them. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting your fill of entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, my abusive dad hit rock bottom and now wants everyone to rally around him. I just wanted to share my story. I'm a 27-year-old female, and my dad is a 50-year-old male. My dad just recently got released from jail yet again, and he's been in and out for the past four years. My father was horribly abusive to my mother and I for over two decades. The abuse we endured was horrific and some of it I can even share in specifics because the things he did and said to us would violate Reddit's rules. To provide more mild examples, my dad took me out to the worst and most dangerous part of the city and threatened to leave me out there because a couple of my B's had dropped to C's. I was an IB student, which is the most rigorous high school track internationally. My dad didn't care. He continued these threats all the way to graduation. He was a serial cheater and verbally abusive. My dad invited his mistresses to family events, 
and would even bring me on his dates with the women he cheated on my mom with. After my parents divorced, my dad became more unhinged. He became more erratic and even got violent to the point that he busted out the windows to my sister's mother's apartment, her car, and even vandalized her grandmother's salon and church. My dad was diagnosed with severe type 1 bipolar disorder, and I spent 2018 to 2022 trying to help him get his life together and put my resentment for his abuse aside. This last time, my family asked that we all rally around him because he's in a dark place and needs us all. I couldn't help but feel angry. When I was an undergrad, I was a functional alcoholic to the point that I had to go to outpatient rehab my senior year of college and was going to rehab classes and meeting while finishing my degree. I was also diagnosed with bipolar disorder 1. Somehow, I managed to graduate on time and with a B average. My dad didn't care. He laughed at me when I almost died from withdrawal. He brushed me off when I told him I had bipolar disorder back in 2017. During my darkest hour, I was alone. He mocked my pain and said, that's what happens when you drink. How are you paying for this addiction anyway? My father's produced two more children with two different women and has lost custody of both. He was forced into retirement, lost his home, and is now penniless and living with my grandpa. My grandpa is the best and has been my rock during this time. However, I don't have any more sympathy for my dad. I've spent so much of my life trying to take care of him, and I feel like not only did I lose my childhood, but I've lost a lot of my young adulthood dealing with him and his dysfunction. I'm done taking days off of work to meet with case managers and social workers. I'm done making missing persons reports. Right now, I just want to go no contact and get myself together. I have nightmares about my dad constantly and it always has to do with his abuse and being trapped somewhere with him. I have PTSD and anxiety. I just want to heal and grow. I want to be a mother so badly, but I don't feel ready because I need to heal more. I told my grandpa that I need to go no contact with my dad indefinitely and I'm glad my grandpa understood. I feel guilty for being so apathetic towards my dad, but I have nothing left to give him. He's been like my man child since I was a child. If you read to the end, thank you. I just wanted to share my story. I know I'm not the only one out there with a toxic parent. With therapy and a lot of time, my mom and I are healing. I just wish things with my dad were different. I wish he was different and I don't think he'll ever change. What's disappointing is OP had their own demons and worked through them, but even though you experienced that and you were able to work past them, not everybody can. This next story is, so you get two New Year's Eve celebrations and I get none? I'm a bartender. Obviously, when you sign up to be one, you have to commit to busy periods. Christmas, New Year's Eve, Halloween, etc. I don't mind working these. I was roted on to work New Year's Eve and whilst I did enjoy the shift, I couldn't exactly celebrate the New Year. However, in my city, there's a bar that does a bartender's ball on the 1st of January every year. So all the bartenders that work New Year's Eve can have their own celebration, do a fake countdown at midnight, get poop-faced, etc. I was going to attend the bartender's ball, seeing as I didn't get New Year's Eve off, but I was roted on an early shift today. I figure there's no point in me going if I can't drink and have to be home by 2am, so I looked at swapping my shift. One of my co-workers said she's happy to swap with me. She was off for New Year's Eve, meaning she's already celebrated and I can have my own celebration. It's a win-win. We both get to party in our own way. 
She tells me over and over that she's happy to swap, but when it comes time to swap the shift, suddenly she can't do it because she needs to take care of her child. Okay, I wouldn't mind that, if it were true. I don't get to enjoy New Year's Eve, nor do I go to the bartender's ball, but she does. She has New Year's Eve off, and she decided to attend the bartender's ball rather than going home to her child like she planned. She comes into work today and has the nerve to try and talk to me about it. You should have come. Yeah, well, I would have if you actually went home to your child and swapped the shift with me. I get that I'm not entitled to a shift swap, but don't use the I need to take care of my child card and then not take care of them. No idea what happened to the kid. She was probably dumped on her grandmother like she always is. I'm just fuming that my coworker got two New Year's Eve celebrations and I got nothing. Honestly, this is the kind of origin story where you just stop helping coworkers out. People take advantage of you. Our next story is, is it abuse or am I just being overdramatic? So I've had huge problems with my parents for several years now. Basically, my mom passed away when I was 13 and I moved in with my dad who soon after that got in a relationship with my stepmother. Now, my stepmother, well, she's weird, very weird. She has two sides, one which I feel like I can confide everything to, that in fact I've shared a lot of stuff with, and one that I think is just plain abusive. I'm 19 now and this hasn't changed since I was 13. First of all, a lot of her problems with me come due to my personal hygiene or perhaps lack thereof. It's a long story, but I'll admit that I'm definitely a messy person. I have, however, gotten better. I'll never be the best when it comes to cleanliness, of course. And although I've been pretty bad, as shameful as it is to admit it, I have smelled sweaty and went out with dirty clothes. I will never return to those habits. As for the house, I'm messy and there's nothing I can do about it. I've done some disgusting things but I no longer do them and believe me, I'm ashamed of them. But cleanliness does play an important role for my stepmother, very important role, and when it comes to that, I don't argue with her. However, she's been very passive aggressive or just downright verbally abusive on many grounds. For example, one incident comes to mind right now, from 8th all the way to 12th grade, my parents would punish me not to go out with friends, mostly because of my low grades. I was getting low grades only in mathematics and physics, things I'm not good at but also never wanted to be good at, fine, that's reasonable, until those punishments started lasting for several months, and I'd sneak out and think of all of the excuses in the world just to see friends. My social life was quite non-existent from that point in time. Then, however, a few days ago, me and my parents are arguing and they tell me that I have always been a loner and never managed to form good friendships both in and out of school. I told my parents that's because I was punished quite often, to which they reply with, that's not true, we encouraged you to go out because you were lonely and our punishments were never even that strict. That made me feel literally insane. For several days I would question myself if I had misunderstood our punishments, but I'm quite sure I haven't. As I said, I would sneak out and lie about being somewhere else so that I could go out with friends. They'd occasionally catch me and we'd have tons of scandals. Another instance I vividly remember, the day before the end of the year exams, my best friend invited me to go out so that we can relax before the big day. I ask my stepmother to go out. She says something along the lines of, How can you ask to go out? It's the day before exams. 
To which I reply, I know, I've studied through the whole year. She sarcastically replies with, and I remember this vividly, yeah, we saw how much you studied. Not a big deal, but it offended me quite a bit because I really had studied. On the exams, I got 89 out of 100, which, although not the best, is a good score, which I'm proud of. Other times, she would call me fat. Or when I was trying to quit smoking, I tried several times until I finally succeeded. She would say, just admit to yourself that you don't have the willpower. But then when I did quit for good, she congratulated me and she was actually sincere. She would also say that I'm egotistical. That would offend me and make me question myself the most, as the thing that I hate most in this world are people who only think about themselves. So for years I would question myself, am I an egoist? And I'd compare the egoistic things I did versus the good, selfless ones, and according to that, I'd still be unsure of myself. Many people have told me that I have a healthy ego. I do have my boundaries, but I'm willing to do selfless and good deeds for others. No one before or since has called me egotistical. But this stuck with me for many years, whenever I would make a mistake and treat someone badly. I'd think to myself that it's because I'm such an egoist. Lastly, she would never apologize. Not once has she apologized to me, except for small normal stuff like incidentally bumping into me, but in any argument it's always been me who apologized. Am I in the right here, or am I just being overly dramatic? Please help. I've made many, many mistakes in the past, but am I really that bad? Do I deserve this treatment? Is it emotional abuse, or just normal behavior? This next story is entitled Mom vs. Leon S. Kennedy and a squad of stormtroopers. So this happened at Comic Con a few years back and it still brings tears of laughter to my eyes to this day. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan so I decided to dress up as Hunk. So as I went around I got a few oohs and ahs but then someone dressed as Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 4 came up to me and asked me if I wanted to join him and his girlfriend for a photo opportunity with the other guests. I figured why not since I was there alone and had nobody to talk to. His girlfriend was dressed up as Ashley in her pop star costume for that game. Now the thing you need to know about that costume for the character is that it shows a lot and I mean a lot of cleavage. So as me and the others were taking photos with the crowd, that included everyone from Tommy Jarvis from Friday the 13th to Johnny Lawrence, we hear an angry screech filming from the crowd. And next thing I know, I see this plump middle-aged woman getting all up in the girl dressed as Ashley's face. Here was what the confrontation looked like. Entitled Mom said, Excuse me, young lady, what are you wearing? Ashley staying in character said, Leon, help! The entitled mother says, shut up, don't speak when I'm speaking to you, don't be so rude. Mind you, she was up in the girl's face. Why are you dressed as a total slot? There are children here and you're tramping around in rags. At this point, Ashley's crying and there's a crowd around her, so I decided to step in and defend her. I said, hey, come on now, that's not necessary. The entitled mom looked pretty taken aback when she looked at me. I don't know, maybe it's because she was looking at someone dressed in full tactical gear with a gas mask. Before she turned on me, she said, mind your own business, freak. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Your friend here is setting a bad example for my little girl and making all women look bad. Finally, Leon steps in to defend his girl and picks her up. She says, oh, look, your boyfriend's here. How can you let her dress up like a tramp prancing around here? There are children here. I want you to leave now. What do you have to say for yourself? I guess the guy dressed as Leon was so devoted to his role, so you know what he said? No thanks, bro. That's when Entitled Mother lost it with a battle cry that sounded like you're strangling a clarinet player. She charged at Leon ready to slap him. Just then, six stormtroopers came around the corner and saw her brawling with Leon. Now the stormtroopers were armed with Star Wars nerf guns, so they looked at each other and at the Entitled Mom, and they got down on their knees, aimed and fired at the Entitled Mother. The darts bounced off the back of her head and back before she got off of Leon and ran away with the stormtroopers following her, still shooting her. I helped Leon up and looked at Ashley, and she was no longer crying but laughing. So the whole crowd was laughing. The rest of the day was fine and we didn't see Entitled Mom again. I said goodbye to the cosplaying couple and left the convention. So that was my first encounter with an Entitled Mom. I hope it's not the last. I need more stories. Honestly, I think the thing I love the most is everybody committing to the character. The stormtroopers just going for it. The girl, although dealing with Entitled Mother, still staying in character. Our next story is, well I have kids. I thought this might give people a good laugh so I thought I'd share. For your information, I hate Facebook Marketplace. When my baby outgrew their clothes, I decided to sell them. Basically a one British pound an item, but altogether in a bundle, since they were pristine and designer, I had a ton of people messaging me. I went with the first woman and explained that they needed to be quick, within the next day, as I had a line of people waiting. Cue to the pickup time the next morning. She's late, but she's definitely coming. Sorry, but I had to breastfeed. I'm definitely coming tonight. I'm sorry, but my husband needs the car. But I really want and need the clothes. I'll come pick up the clothes tomorrow. After ghosting, making more feeding baby excuses, I get this. Why can't you wait another day for me? I said, I'm sorry, but I've waited two days for you for 20 pounds. I don't need the money that bad. She says, well, I have a baby. You should be more accommodating. Dot, dot, dot. I waited two days stuck indoors with my own baby that had colic because she was so desperate for these clothes. And does she think I somehow acquired them without having a baby? Or was her baby further up the hierarchy than mine? This next story is, my stepdad sprained my arm and my mom wants me to apologize. 
I got into a fight with my stepdad this morning. Context might not be necessary given the title of this post, but it's been a difficult holiday. I found out my actual dad is dying less than a week ago. My dad and I have a complicated relationship as it is. He's an alcoholic and is in late stage cirrhosis. And until last Wednesday, we hadn't spoken in six months. After I told him I didn't want to talk to him if he'd been drinking, it haunts me and continues to. I know that my request for boundaries was for a good reason, but I cried and cried thinking about all that lost time when I saw him over Christmas. My mom divorced my dad because of his addiction, but she knows how hard this has been on me and my siblings. She's always put us first. We talk every day. She's my best friend. Fast forward to this morning, I'm hungover and annoyed and got upset at my stepdad over something small. Things escalated quickly, insults were exchanged, voices raised, so I went to my bedroom where my mom was to get away from him. I was holding the door shut with my right arm as leverage, and all of a sudden, the door blows open, I'm knocked off my feet, and hear a pop followed by some big pain. And as I clutched my arm on the ground, dude stands over me and repeatedly calls me a child. I go to another room and lock the door until they threaten to leave me. We were at their condo about an hour from their home. He then proceeds to act like nothing happened, calling family and friends and chatting away as my mom cried in another room. My mom was furious and blamed everything on me. How dare I say such things and treat her husband with such disrespect, etc. And to rub salt in the wound, when we got in the car to drive home, I started calling my dad just to talk. I've been doing this every day since I learned he was sick, and this dude goes, Nice, you and your dad haven't talked for months, but I guess you're so close now. My mom's avoided me since, doubled down on the whole, you both were at fault, and you showed such disrespect to stepdad, which shows such disrespect for me. I'm flying back home on Tuesday, and I'm devastated. My mom is my lifeline. She's who I turn to for everything. But I'm in the basement of their house right now, icing my shoulder, and I feel insane. I can't move my arm without wincing. There are worse injuries, of course, but what the freak? What can I say beyond what I've already? Should I be afraid for my mother? This kind of does feel like boomers booming, but this physical aggression feels so unacceptable. My sister and I were talking today, and she suggested that he might be jealous of our relationship with our mother. He got upset at my sister last week after my mom canceled a craft day with his grandkids when we found out about our dad and my sister wanted to spend time with my mom alone. I don't really know what to do. My mom means the world to me and she seems to be refusing to acknowledge how messed up this is. I guess what I'm asking is, this is messed up, right? How do I preserve my relationship with my mother knowing he's going to be in the picture for a while? I think OPA should go see a doctor, and B should probably report this assault. This next story is, my mother's behavior towards mine and my girlfriend's baby on the way, seriously struggling at the minute. Me and my girlfriend have a baby on the way with not much time to go now before he's due. Mom's first grandchild, and I appreciate she's super excited, but she's being too controlling and overprotective. Quite early on, she was just bombarding us with names that either myself or my girlfriend didn't like. She took offense to it and started accusing my girlfriend of being too fussy and controlling and not giving me a choice. 
For me, a lot of these names were associated with people I've met in my life and have had bad experiences with, and my girlfriend works in a nursery and has seen many kids over the years, with most of the names who've either been dirty or not looked after properly or really naughty children that she didn't want to associate with naming her own child, which I'm completely with. She eventually calmed this down, until recently. I had a Christmas present for my girlfriend delivered to my mom's, as nobody would be in at my home. She decided to wrap it and put a label on it as being from bump, which I politely asked her not to do as I didn't like it. I said it's a nice thought, but it's different next year when he's born, but not whilst he's still cooking away. Mom threw a big strop over it, accused me of being selfish and ungrateful. All the names under the sun, basically. And for what? Me saying I didn't like a Christmas tag? Then, over the Christmas period, we've both agreed on a name that we both really like. Mums decided she hates it and is since bombarding us with new name suggestions, trying to deter us away from it. I don't know if the post makes me sound petty, but it's becoming so stressful for my end and my girlfriend. It's our baby and my mom's behaving like it's hers. She wants to pick the name. It's everyone's fault if we don't like the names she suggests. World War 3 for liking a name she doesn't. Both my grandma and stepdad even think she's being controlling and acting like the baby is hers. But if I either say anything to her, she'll just shut them both down and kick off. My grandma fears for the baby's safety in my mom's hands. She just seems really unstable. My grandma has dementia and mom won't even care for her or visit unless my stepdad forces her to. Her number one focus is the baby and it's getting too much. She's behaving stupidly entitled. I think OP just needs to put their foot down. I mean, how much of this can you really take? Our next story is when I was absolved of all my bad dad behaviors. This happened long ago, pre-mandatory cell phones. Me, my wife, dear daughter, entitled mom, not entitled in this story, entitled dad, and peanut, entitled parents, very newborn baby. So my family's meeting the entitled family for dinner at a very noisy restaurant, as in you can't hear kids scream over adults talking. It is darn cold and well below freezing. My family arrives and sets up for dinner. You know, normal parent stuff of setting a toddler and wait and eat chips and wait and feed chips. Finally, Entitled Mother arrives. We sit, eat chips, drink and ask where Entitled Dad and Peanut are. I think they traveled separately. Entitled Mother says they should be here anytime. We wait, eat chips and drink. I finally get sent out to look for Entitled Dad. Well, it's a big area with lots of restaurant, people and darn is it cold. So I go back in and we wait. Entitled Dad shows up and says, Hi, I thought... Me interrupting says, Where's Peanut? I'm a guy. I don't notice anything. My wife has to find my glasses on my face. Silence as two moms turn to glare at Entitled Dad. They were deep in conversation. Think those automated sci-fi machine gun turrets? Entitled Dad says, Well, I thought we were eating at so-and-so restaurant about a block away. Entitled Mom says, Where's Peanut? He says, Well, I thought... She says, I don't care what you thought, where is Peanut? He says, at the other restaurant. Wife says, you left her alone at the other restaurant? Side note, my dear daughter's in her high chair watching the world's greatest tennis match eating chips. She's really not important other than comical relief and great expressive faces. He says, no, I left her with the hostess. Entitled mother says, you left my baby with the hostess? 
He says, would you let me finish? I left her with the hostess because it's too cold for her and I couldn't find you so I was checking other restaurants. Entitled mother says, go get her. Think your favorite male actor about to do a smackdown. My wife to me says, go with him. Well, we walk over, Entitled Dad's explaining his actions and the Why is everyone upset with me? I'm perfect. I don't say anything. I'm just worried about Peanut. And I really didn't know what to say. The hostess was very nice. Peanut was perfect. Entitled Dad thanks the hostess. I thank the hostess. We get back to the table. Dear daughter starts watching her tennis match again. My wife and Entitled Mother rip into Entitled Dad. I stay silent. Finally, Entitled Dad says to me, why aren't you defending me? He said it like there was some bro or dad code. I finally lose it laughing when I can inform him, no freaking way, I'm not defending you. That is the stupidest thing ever. You have just absolved me of any wrongdoing for years. That ended the conversation and we had a subdued dinner. This next story is, Entitled Mother wants my open plastic sword and gets upset when it's open. So I, female 15, I'll call myself K work at a small local carnival from Boxing Day to Australia Day, the 26th of January, and every night is flat out busy for someone my age, but I haven't run into an entitled person till last night. I work a small clown game with ripped off Disney characters, and the aim of the game is to get a certain number on a large board behind me from 5 to 30. Only 10 of them are winners. There's no way to lose it, but if you don't get one of the numbers on the board, I randomly select a prize. So on to the story, it's around 9.30pm and my carnival ends around 10pm, so I'm like any teenager, I keep checking the time on my phone behind one of the clowns. Out of nowhere this woman, the entitled mother, and her two children walk up. It goes as follows, the entitled mother says excuse me, I say oh yes sorry, I set my phone down and look up, would you guys like to have a go? The nice child chirps in, yes please, I really want to win that sword points to a packaged sword, the last one there. Bratty child goes, no, I want that one. Entitled mother says, I'll have two games. She hands me the money and I start the game. They both finish quite quickly. The nice child says, I got 16. The bratty child says, I got 13. I check over the numbers and notice only one of them is one, so I pick out a prize for bratty child since he hasn't won. He says, I don't want that, I want the sword. I said, I'm sorry, you didn't win that. They say, but I want it. Entitled Mother says, just give him the sword. I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't. I can only give them to people who have won. The nice child says, can I have the sword, please? I won. I said, well, okay, you won, but this is the last one there. I reached behind me and grabbed the last one and handed it to him. The bratty child says, but I wanted it. I said, I'm sorry, you didn't win. The entitled mother says, what about that one there? And points to my own personal one. I said, oh, that one's broken and I don't feel comfortable giving paying customers something that's broken. She says, I don't care. Just give it to me. You already ruined my night. I said, okay, then. I hand it to her. She scoffs and says, you're not even going to put it in its original packaging? I said, no, because I don't have it and you requested for it. She says, you know what, I'm going to your manager and telling him how you gave me a damaged product. She storms off, kids in tow. I know it was short, but my manager never mentioned it to me, so I guess she couldn't find him. Let's be real, this Karen took her kids, the toys, and herself 
buzzed right off and had no intention of doing any extra work to find some manager to complain. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.